I, I have a, a time crunch on a very important topic with a colleague, uh, and that's Will Kane from, of course, just about every media outlet. You can see Will. He's on The Blaze. He's, he's on uh, Real News. He also hosts a show with S.E. Cup on Saturday mornings, a terrific radio show, Kane and Cup. And I know, I know it's important because Will got top billing, and we'll get into that. But he also has a brand-new documentary series that's on The Blaze that is just spectacular, and I've only got like 10 minutes with him, so i got to quit yapping. Uh, Will Kane, thank you for joining uh, Friday Afternoons here on The Blaze Radio. Colleague? That's what we're going to go with? I mean, I feel like we're – are we not friends? Yeah, well, we haven't done the drinking thing yet. I hope to. Colleague. I, I was so I trying came to into this on a high note. I'm like, I'm the A block. I'm the A block. Yeah. I'm top of the show for Pure Opelka, filling in for Jay Severin. This is this is it. This is it. I have arrived. And then I'm listening to your intro, and I'm like, I'm not only top billing. I'm not only right here at the top of the show. But Jay Carney resigned, and I beat him out right now. I mean, I was feeling good, and then I heard you call me colleague. You beat Jay Carney like a rented mule. <laughs> <laughs> That's big news. You just broke it to me. I hadn't seen that. You just broke that news to me. Wow. Uh, that, that makes me feel good. I, you validated my presence okay. here today. So thank you, Will Kane. I consider you a friend, but until we have raised a glass, I, I don't want to get too familiar. I don't want to take, you know, take the advantage and say, this is my good friend, Will Kane. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's always interesting when media does that, right? Every person they've ever invited onto their show. I want to I bring in my very good friend now. Uh, that's my good friend. We go way back at least 48 hours. Well, um, and, and I wonder about using that term too loosely because I, I first came to know Will Kane through his work, and I respect the hell out of you. Uh, your work is so rock solid, and yet it, it comes out of your mouth and out of your fingers and your written words so easily that I, I kind of resent you for that. Uh, you're my man. You're my man. Well, yeah. let's do this. We'll, we can talk serious here, but in the third hour, I'll, I'll walk back over to 1133 and we can start drinking. And then we, we can just get this formality out of the way and be friends. And we'll do it right there on the air. Steven, I have to wait till the third hour to drink. I know you <laughs> told me, just hold everything till the third hour. Sorry, Will. I had to take care of a little business. Uh, but I wanted to talk to you about this series you've got, this four-part digital series uh, that's on the blaze, the video series, about Elise, the little girl uh, who uh, was in the charter school that our, our new mayor in New York tried to shut down. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on to talk about it because, Mike, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm honestly passionate about this um, on so many levels. And, and on, on the first, and this is the most superficial level, you know, conservatives, libertarians, we always talk about telling stories. We've got to do a better job of telling stories that reflect our values. I mean, we can argue Hayek and Bastiat, and we can talk about Edmund Burke and win the philosophical debate, but the truth is stories resonate with people, for better or worse. Stories hit people. And this story, this issue, and this little girl, Elise Alexander in Harlem, this 10-year-old little girl in, in Harlem, reflect all of the values that we say we stand for and expose all the hypocrisies of the things those that would debate us say they stand for. This story in and of itself, which people can find on YouTube slash The Blaze, the first two episodes are up. And in fact, the third episode went up uh, just today. I encourage them to check it out because above all, it's, it's a story about a little girl that you can't help but falling in love with and rooting for and seeing what progressive ideology or political vendettas due to 
the number one rated school in the state of New York. And and Will isn't kidding when he a when he talks about this little girl. You just want to go up and hug her and say, point to her and tell all other little ten and eleven year olds this kid gets it. She gets it. She understands it. And against all odds, she is the collateral damage of a political fight in New York. And you're right. It's it's about power and politics and control. And when you see this little girl and you hear how much she loves going to school, you wonder how anybody could take that away from her. You know, Mike, in Harlem, the traditional public school system has been such a failure for so long, for half a century. And just to quantify it, you know, for many of the schools in in Harlem, the elementary and middle schools in Harlem, you're talking about a 3% proficiency rate in math. 3% of the kids in those schools can test to grade level. And Elise, our character, our friend, the person we root for through this story, Elise versus the mayor, she goes to a school where the entire student body's math proficiency is 82%. Now, I'm not talking about in some fancy Ivy League-looking campus. I'm talking about across the street from the 3% school. I'm talking in some instances inside the same building, across the hallway with the same facilities. The difference is with a different curriculum and a different set of teachers, non-unionized teachers. And they set the bar extremely high, so high that while I gave you the student-wide proficiency, the fifth graders in this school in inner-city Harlem scored number one in the state of New York in math. Now, I'm going to give you, I'll spot you the white kids in Westchester. I'll spot you the rich kids on the Upper East Side. I'll even spot you the gifted and talented magnet schools across the city of New York. And these kids at this school in Harlem scored number one in the state. And this is the same school, the very exact same school that Bill de Blasio, the progressive ideologue, the id of the Democratic Party, the mayor of New York City said, this is the school we cannot tolerate. This is the school we cannot support, enable, or withstand anymore. And it doesn't make sense. It, it, none of it makes sense. So you realize what he's saying isn't true. We're talking to Will Kane. You know him from Real News. You've seen him on that little CNN network. <laughs> and uh, he also hosts a radio show here on, on The Blaze on Saturday mornings, Kane and Cup. And Will's series, I just tweeted out at Stunt Brain, I just tweeted out a link to the first chapter. And as Will said, we have currently posted three of these vignettes. They're seven and a half minutes, and you can watch it when you're taking a break during the day and understand that this this element of protecting education and especially protecting charter schools is key. And it also relates to Conform, the book that that Glenn and um, and uh, Kyle Olson just put out about education. Mike, you say it's key. You know, I've said this before, but. You know, in the movie City Slickers, when um, Curly turns to Billy Crystal, and he said, let me show you, I'm going to share with you here the secret to life. I I know exactly where you're going. And he holds up his finger, and Billy Crystal says, your finger? Your finger's the secret to life? He said, no, (laughs) one thing, one thing. Education is the one thing. Now, at the risk of sounding like some kind of climate change um, zealot who says that everything from the decline of the pine beetle to the, the uh, frequency of hurricanes can be attributed to one thing, I believe most of our societal ills, from inequality to economic growth to race relations, can be helped. I'm not going to suggest it can be completely fixed, but can be helped by one issue more than any other, and that issue is education. How do we improve education for our children? The answer, by the way, 
is you just simply provide choice. You give parents the ability to dictate where their kids go to school, and you place trust in people then that they'll make the right choices. Some will not. Some buy the wrong pair of shoes. Some buy the wrong phone. Some buy the wrong car. They buy lemons. We can't ever achieve perfection. But what makes everything on the whole rise? What makes everything get better year after year? Choice competition. That's what we need in education. That's what charter schools represent, the potential for competition and choice. It can be charters. It can be vouchers. It can be homeschooling. We just need choice. Will, what you're saying is not just about choice, because inherent in that charter school mechanism, when choice becomes a part of it, when vouchers and parents make those choices, and then you start to see the invisible hand of the free market at work, where competition suddenly becomes a key engagement, where educators are invested in the success of their of their uh, school based on which kids are going to want to come here. It is about prestige. It is about setting a bar higher as opposed to lowering a bar and making sure everybody finishes at the same time. Exactly. We talked about this. Free market people want everybody to start at the same place. Progressives want everybody to finish at the same yes. place. And I think you'll see that ethos represented in episode two, which we call the King's Gambit, which was, reflects a lot of what drives Bill de Blasio in this decision. And in episode three, again, which went up today, what you'll see is the fight is not necessarily a left-right fight. And Mike, you and I have talked about this. Uh, what is the term? Surprising bedfellows? Strange bedfellows? In episode three, Elise finds 11,000 friends and a very surprising hero to champion her school. Episode 4, I promise you, which comes out next week, I don't know how you will remain dry-eyed. I promise you that. Well, I was I was getting a little weepy at episode 1 <laughs> when she starts talking about her stutter. And it, it right. really is powerful stuff. Will Kane, you're a hero, and oh, I, I love what you're doing. I, and you're, you know, you're a dad, so I can see how your parental caring and concern has played into this because you produced and directed this, didn't you? I did, yep. Great work. Nice work. Thanks for having uh, me on, man. Proud to see it. And I am proud to call you a colleague. You are a friend, but you're you're somebody I respect greatly. So I appreciate you, that. You are a colleague. up here in an hour and a half. Okay. All right. See you. Thanks, man. Will Kane, uh, a good friend of, of, of this show, of this network, and I do consider him a friend. So I, I guess I'll have to make a public declaration. I'm I'm a friend of Will Kane's. Jay Severin, weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Blaze Radio Network.